Hello everyone, my name is Uwais Asmao. Welcome to another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat, powered by Makoti, a, sh a show where we talk career experiences, entrepreneurship, and investments. The main aim is to show that there's more than one way to be successful other than just climbing the corporate ladder. We are live on LinkedIn and YouTube, and the show will be available on podcast by latest tomorrow morning. If you are joining us live, please drop a one in the comments so that we know we're not talking to ourselves. And uh, if you're watching the recording, please drop a two in the comments so that we, uh, we can check you then as well. My guest for this week is Karaman Japiri, Chartered Accountant, Finance Director, and Business Development Manager for ACCA South Africa. Kara, thanks so much for joining us. No, thanks so for the time as well. And welcome everybody to this uh, forum as well. I'm excited today to be talking to you and to the listeners. That's great. To jump straight into questions, yes. tell us your story. Where do you come from? And maybe outside of work, who is Kadamanja Pidi? Okay. Uh, one thing I should give it to you, you're pronouncing my name very well. Most people in South Africa say Kada, uh, and you're pronouncing it very well. So and my, my name in, in Malawi, those two names, Kadamanja and Piri, are surnames. So I've got two surnames, yeah. That's one thing. Okay. So, so people know me because of that. So I was born in Malawi. But my parents, uh, both my mother and my father, have got parentage from South Africa, Zimbabwe, and Malawi. So I'm sort of mixed in. I was born in a family of three. I'm the firstborn. I'm the only boy. And uh, um, I've got two sisters. And then also, I've also got two, three kids as well. It's a boy and two girls. So I followed what my father did. I followed the same formula as well. And the girls are twins. Yeah, so, so so that's yeah. So so we followed the same the same the same formula. Uh, so I was born. I grew up in Malawi. I did my uh, bachelor of accountancy in Malawi. Then I got an opportunity to do my ACCA, and then I moved to the UK to do my ACCA, where I worked a bit as well. And then I I've, I've worked. My career is very varied. So I worked in audit. I worked in internal audit. I worked in a public sector organization, um, also working as a finance director. Then in South Africa, I've worked in a consulting firm. I've worked in an education institution, a construction company. Now I ended up at ACCA and I'm doing business development for ACCA in South Africa. Yeah, so so my, my, I've got very, a very unconventional career. I didn't follow one industry. I, I have done most of the things that an accountant could do. And business development for me has been one of the joys that I've found. I mean, I mean, we talk about reinventing my career. Career. I mean, moving into business development has been a different ballgame, a change in what I know. I had to unlearn everything and learn new things as well. Yeah, so that's what I, but I, as a person, I also like reading uh, fiction and nonfiction. Uh, this has been one of my fashion. I, I, I do maybe 25 to 30 books a year. Uh, I like buying books as well. And then from a sport perspective, tennis, soccer, um, golf as well. That's what I watch as well. And then music as well. I like listening to music. Uh, I think it's, uh, they say it's food for the soul. So it tends to calm you down in moments that you, you need to recharge as well. Uh, so that's, that's, that's me in the nutshell, yeah. Okay, no, correct you. Summarized it well. Yeah. And you mentioned a little bit, but I want to delve a little bit deeper. You okay. talked about I want to talk about ACCA. I'm going yes. to be completely honest with you. 
before, uh, I mean, I previously interviewed Dumisami Maklangu on the platform, but before yes. before that, I, before I prepared for that interview, I didn't even know the qualification existed in South Africa. Yes. Um, so, my, so I have a two-part question. Number one is maybe give us a bit of an explanation about the qualification and then maybe okay. tell us, does ACCA maybe have a branding problem in South Africa that a lot of people don't know about? Okay. All right. Yeah. Th those are very important questions. And so ACCA is a global professional body. Uh, we've got members in about 195 countries. Just to give you some of the history about ACCA. Um, so ACCA, uh, when it was formed, the first place where it opened its offices in 1930, after being formed in the UK, the reason why ACCA was established is that people who could be chartered accountants were only people who were in the UK. So they were looking at, say, but in other countries, there's a lot of trade going on. Who is, where are these chartered accountants belonging? What are the accountants? What professional board are they belonging to? So at that time, there was a trade between Europe, Europe passing through Cape Town, going towards India, okay? The silk trade. So the first place where ACCA established outside the UK was South Africa in 1913. Oh, wow. Yes. So in 1913 until 1960, ACCA was in South Africa. When it left, because of the sanctions that came in because of apartheid, the structures that were there then are what formed SICA. Okay, so the structures that formed. So you notice that certain things that SICA does, ACCA used to do, and certain things are. So that's that's so that those are the structures that set up SICA. So the, the, those that were left said, okay, let's continue with this and let's continue. And remember, and the other thing about ACCA is that ACCA we've got our own qualification and we set our own exams. So you see, SICA didn't have that capacity. That's why they went to universities, okay, as part of their exams as well, to say CTA must be done. Uh, with, so they came up with academics to help them set up a qualification. So that's, and we came back in 94, 95, and we established ourselves. So when we established ourselves then, we established ourselves as a service office. Basically to say, okay, when a member comes, a student comes, there must be somebody who can respond to the student. To those students' queries, yeah. So in the last maybe 10 years is when ACCA now has got a lot more investment and involvement into the South African market. Because the other thing about South Africa that most of you don't know is that members of professional bodies like CIMA, ACCA, they're in transition when they come here. They come here to work and then they, they're either coming from another market. So it's called a transition, a transition market where somebody comes in, works for an organization, and they go back to either to their market as well. So that's one of the things that has, it's not a branding problem as such. It's just that uh, the way South Africa is structured is that uh, most, of, most of the members that we get in South Africa come here to work and then they either, it's also a way of, remember, we say it's a gateway into Africa. For SEC members in Africa, it's a gateway out of Africa as well. So a member would come here, stay three years and go to Australia. That's the other thing as well. Yeah, so so SEC also looks at South Africa as a strategic market as well because of the way SICA uh, uh, set itself in South Africa. We do respect that in any market because if you think about it, we've got members in 195 countries. In each of these countries, there's a local professional body that operates in there. So SEC is not the local profession. Even in the UK, there's also a local professional body that is more popular than SCCA. But SCCA, its outlook is always global. Okay, it's not yeah. So so because we respect that in any country, 
from a legislative point of view, there's always going to be a local professional body. It's how we work with the professional body that determines whether we are known in that country and will not. Some some countries we've got a joint a joint working relationship. In some countries we operate on our own, like in South Africa. So that's what that's that's what I can say. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah. maybe jumping into ACC qualification again, is it is it audit specific? Is it commerce specific? Can the qualification be used to enter the investment space? Maybe tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, so the way the SSA qualification is structured is structured into three uh, portions. There's what we call the knowledge level. The knowledge level is like your first year at university. Okay, we've got the applied, there, there are three subjects there. We've got the applied skills, there's six subjects there. It's like your first year and your second year of your degree. So when you complete the first nine subjects of the SSA, you, you're basically at the same level like somebody who's completed a bachelor's degree. And then we've got a strategic level. Okay, the strategic level could be equivalent to your postgrad. In some markets, it's equivalent to a master's as well. Okay, at the strategic level, we focus on what we call professional skills because we say the technical skills you've already learned them. So we focus on this on 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 what we call professional skills. And what are these professional skills? Okay, so it's 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 ethics. It's uh, being able to risk, decision making, leadership management strategy vision so we focus on those skills as well at the strategic level so we've got two subjects we've got a subject called strategic business reporting okay this subject is advanced financial reporting but when a student goes into the subject they will find that the the subject tries to say you've done this accounting you've 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 you've, uh, you've done this accounting treatment okay why have you done it this way so you need to explain yourself Okay, because it's at a strategic level, you need to be able to explain what you've done, not just do the calculation, but you be able to explain. So you're explaining your judgment, what, what judgment you used to come to it. And then we've got another subject, it's called strategic business leader. Strategic business leader is a case study subject. So it combines risk, governance, audit. So they give you a case study of a company and you have four hours to unpack this. So this would be, you're told that you, are, you play a role. So you're either a CEO of a company a CFO of a company and the board has asked you, these are the issues that the company is facing. Oh, let's say the CEO has resigned. Okay. You as the CFO have been promoted to act as a CEO. The company is making losses. Uh, it has a regulatory issue in another market where they want to, they, you, you, they, they, so it would be maybe five issues in different markets. Which one would you prioritize and why? And what would be the options that you give to the board? So we're training them. We're training our accountants to say, this is how work requires. Work requires you to think outside the box and just to think. I mean, at work, when you get a situation, you don't get a book. You do. And then those two subjects are. Then we've got four subjects. These four subjects, you choose two out of the four. Okay. The first one is called advanced financial management. Advanced financial management focuses on investments, measures and acquisitions, risk. Okay. Yes, yeah. So it's a subject that is geared towards somebody who wants to go into an investment space. Okay? And then, so, so it, it also focuses on the three decisions in financial management. Okay, either I'm raising financing or I'm borrowing, okay, or I'm trying to capitalize the company. So it focuses on that as well. And then we've got another subject called advanced performance management. Okay, advanced performance management, uh, some people call it management accounting on steroids. But what it does is that it picks up from the strategic business leader and it says, Kada, you've got your strategy. Okay. Now you need to be able 
to measure your strategy. Because remember, there's a saying that you cannot manage what you can't measure. Okay, so that subject focuses on that in different sectors. How can you measure performance in different sectors, like the public sector, the private sector, the non-profit sector? So it focuses on that. And then how do you move from the process of taking a strategy, creating your objectives, your KPIs? And also, it also looks at, are you measuring the right things? Because remember, you can measure everything, but are you measuring the right things? And then there's a lot of data analytics as well that we put into the subject as well. And then the other two subjects, there's an advanced tax. Advanced tax, we've got the international stream, and we've also got a South African stream. So students can choose which one they want to take as well. Like they can either take the international stream or they can take the South Africa stream as well. So taxation is based on, 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 on the South African stream, but it's, it's a more advanced. So here also you're doing a lot of tax planning for organizations and advising them how to plan their taxes as well. So it's, 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 it's more of a tax strategy. How do you come up with a tax strategy? And then we've got an audit, advanced auditing and assurance. This one puts you that you are a director or a partner in an organization. So it looks at practice management, uh, other assignments, how you accept work, uh, the type of reports that you issue as well. So that's what it focuses on. So these four subjects are what SCCA looked at and said, you can also specialize as much as you've had a general training, but you can specialize. So you can take two out of the four. And what we've also done is that, for example, I take auditing and tax. I'm working in, let's say for Deloitte at that time, I'm working in audit. But then I find that Deloitte has moved me to consulting. And maybe I find that I'm doing a lot of strategy work. I need the advanced performance management. You can go to ACC and write that subject that you didn't pick uh, there to give you that extra edge as well. Okay, so you can be a, a well-rounded well -rounded professional. I, yes. I learned a lot. I had no idea. Yes. A reminder, if you've got any, any questions for Kaila, please put them in the comments now and we'll deal with them towards the end, but we don't want to miss your questions, so please add them at, uh, in the comment section. Okay. So in terms of job opportunities for ACCA, it mm -hmm. seems like it's similar to, to the, the CASA from a psycho qualification. Mm -hmm. And when I look at your LinkedIn profile, I get that same um, impression. Is, that, is my impression correct? Okay. Uh, I think, I think to, to, to say these qualifications are similar is also to, they have similarities and they have differences to say. Because at the end of the day, if you look at all professional bodies, what we're trying to train now is what we call a professional accountant. It's just that maybe we approach it differently and what we emphasize and highlight are also different as well, okay? So a professional accountant, when we say we're training a professional accountant, uh, we might say we're training a general accountant. So an accountant who's well-rounded in all things because even our competency framework says the same thing, okay, to say that. But you also see that each one has got its emphasis, okay? SECA did a study in, I think it's 2013. It's called the future of, of accounting, okay? Professional. So that, that report is on our website under the professional insights. If you read that report, you'll see that we change on what we focus on because we came up with what we call professional quotients. What, some of those professional courses are intelligence, vision, um, emotional intelligence, vision, um, intelligence, um, what are the Yeah, so, so I, I've just forgotten the other ones. But if you look at our professional mm -hmm. quotients, you'll see that we have switched on what we're focusing on, okay? Because 
in SEC, we don't say robots are going to replace accountants. We say that accountants now should focus on being um, chief value officers, okay? Finance business partners. So that's the focus that SCCA has taken to say, yes, the technical skills are important. At the core is technical skills and ethics. It's important. Somebody must know where the debit goes and credit goes. But then what are the key things? And this report, we did it. We consulted universities. We're even doing a second part of that report because we change our qualification every five years. We're doing now a follow-up to say, has that report, have we delivered with our qualification on what we promised from that report or what the market also told us about that report? So the focus in the SCCA is things like data and digital. We've incorporated it into the qualification now. Okay. They are very, you see that they are, they are, we've highlighted them as well, okay, on how you can harness digital to achieve what you want. So that's the focus that SCCA, so SCCA's qualification is informed by what the, globally what the market needs. And our vision is always, because our tagline is think ahead. So that time when we were doing that report, we were thinking about an accountant in 2023. Now we are thinking about an accountant in 2028. So we want to train them now. That's what we're doing. That's why that, that report informs us syllabus. And that's why we change every five years, we change our qualification. But in between, okay. also, also things that we add to the qualification as well, yeah. And so, I mean, it sounds very interesting, but let's say somebody's interested in the ACCA qualification. Mm -hmm. uh, which, which companies in South Africa are accepting people with the ACC uh, to do the ACCA certification path, like the articles equivalent? I know Dumisani mentioned the Auditor General, but yes. who else comes to mind? Okay, so, so we, you see, because South Africa is a, is a huge economy, okay? You can't be all things to all people, okay? So there has to be a focus. So most of the focus, uh, most of our employers that are offering training articles are this, we're focusing on the small and medium practices, okay? And I'll tell you the reason why, okay? Because globally, we found out just like SMEs, um, I mean, when we're talking about COVID, people are saying SMEs must survive because they provide employment. It's the same with small and medium practices. They provide. So most of our clients are small and medium practices. We've got Deloitte that offers also ACCA, but we focused on them, on, the, on this. And it's, a, it's also a strategic intent as well uh, to focus on them. So we've got them on our website. Um, okay. Yeah, we've got them on our website. Go to the website. About, yeah, about 60 employers in South Africa that offer uh, that offer uh, that offer ACCA. Uh, some of them are in the public sector. Some of them, but the the core group, if you look at them, you find that they're small and medium practices that that are okay. picking up. Our members. But that doesn't mean that our members only only work in those sectors. We've got members that work in different sectors as well. Yeah. And and maybe just now somebody saw this interview. They're interested in, in looking about the ACCA qualification. Mm. Um, what are the different options of of them to 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 gain? Because I see there's different. You mentioned different levels. Do they go yeah. through a university or is it all private? Because I know you said you set your own exam. Okay. Maybe talk yeah. through that a little bit. Okay. So if somebody is interested, let's say, in the SCCA qualification, if they've got a metric, they could start from the bottom. Okay. They could start from what we call uh, the applied knowledge, the first three subjects. So they could jump straight from metric. They don't have to do a degree. They could jump straight into SCCA and complete the whole qualification without going through a university, a, a degree route. Okay. Then we've got... Um, Two, two other two streams. So I've, we've got an engineer or an economist who says, I want to study ACCA. Some of our members are like that. They come from English literature. They did a degree in English literature. They come to ACCA. We look at what they've done, and then we give them exemptions. And then there's a student who did accounting. 
So we've got um, the universities in South Africa. What we've done is we have accredited their degrees and we've credited across the board in terms of a commerce, in, in terms of the commerce or the accountancy. So we credit across the board. What we, the, the accreditation means is that when you want to study ACCA, you're going to find that the, you get credits for certain subjects that you already did at university. And then you, you have the subjects that are left and then you complete the qualification. So if anybody wants to enter, there is on our website, if you type www exemptions calculator, you put in the qualification and the year you completed it, it will tell you the exemptions or the credits that you get from ACCA. If you've got a degree, an MBA, you've got another qualification, that's, that's where you start the journey. And then the second stage is to contact the office and then we give you the information. Um, yes. So you can contact us at infoza at accglobal.com. Then we'll give you the relevant information on how to So most importantly, go and check the website to find out yes. more if you, if you yes. want to learn more about the qualification. Yes, yes. And before we go into questions, uh, we didn't touch that much on your career, but I don't want to pull back to that a little bit. What's yes. one piece of advice you would give your younger self? Okay. Uh, the one piece of advice that I would give to my younger self is that a career is not is not set in a certain path. A career will take you to places that you never expected to take you. It will take you years. So in the old days, I remember, I remember my dad, when he started working, there was a path, there was a management program that he joined. So he knew that when I move from here, I'm going to become a manager. When I move from a manager, I'm going to become a senior manager. And I move. So you find that his career was in one organization, or two organizations. But these days, a career, you can plan very well and say, I want to be an audit partner. And you find that you don't get audit partner, you get to something else. Because a career is very static. So in my younger self, I was always wanted to say, okay, I'm going to end up here. I want to end up and become a CFO. That's where I want to end up. So everything that I'm doing, I'm going towards that goal. But then I found that as the career went, uh, opportunities rose. And each one of them has given me something that has ended up to where I am today yeah no oh, that's great advice i couldn't disagree with that at all yeah let's move a little bit to questions and see if there's any questions that have come through we've got a question here from tembi tabata says kada any update on the status of the acca accreditation for urba or irba okay um because it's a it's only the regulator who can make an announcement all i will say is that the process is ongoing and the regulator will announce when the results, but we have done the application. Yeah, so the process is ongoing. That's all I can say, yes, on that process. So let's just wait for them to, to make the announcement. Yeah, the market, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. There doesn't seem to be any more questions. Just to, Okay, there's one here. Um, somebody just joined. So Justice wants to know, uh, what is AC, ACCA's view on uh, IRBA's decision to make the RA designation the preserve of CASAs? Is this also tying into the question that, that can be asked yes. before? Yes, I, okay. I, I, th I think I don't hold that view that RBA is the problem. I think RBA was not empowered in the first place to bring in other bodies. So if you go on the RBA website, you see that they have a new accreditation model. That accreditation model came into accommodate other professional bodies. That's why ACCA now has done the application. So it was not empowered at that time, but now it's empowered, it's got a accreditation model. You never know after ACCA, somebody else, Cyper might come and say, we want to apply for accreditation as well. Yeah, so uh, the, 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 
it, it, it's got its house in order with the new accreditation model. And I would advise that uh, Justice goes to the website and looks at that accreditation model. And you'll see that it's, it's a very open accreditation model. Thanks for that question, Justice. And uh, that seems to be all the questions that have come through. So, kind of from your side, any last few words, anything that we didn't discuss that you want the audience to know or any passion projects that you want to talk about? All right. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll say two things. I think number one is that the question most I get on LinkedIn. So, I get on LinkedIn people who ask me about business development itself. Okay. Because it's an area that is becoming very prominent. Um, in, 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 in it, 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 it's, it's even a rare skill. That's what uh, uh, all the studies are saying. And people ask, you say, uh, business development, are you a salesperson? So let me unpack this, uh, how business development works. Remember, sales is me selling you something, yours. So I've got mangoes, I sell them to you, okay? But business development is that I know you, you, like, you like a certain type of mango, okay? And you like to buy them on a Saturday every time. And I know you buy them because your kids love them, okay? So that's what business development is. I just don't look at you as a customer who just buys mangoes. I say, what does this person require this specific type of mango and for what purpose? So it's, it's CRM basically. I'm trying to develop a relationship where I understand your needs and I develop to you a relationship that lasts us uh, forever. So business development is just relationship management, trying to develop long-term relationship. Basically, you're developing a pipeline for, for, for yourselves for a longer term, but you're just, just selling something to them. You're also trying to benefit from the relationships as well. So that's what business development was. It, it's a very exciting, but it's also frustrating because you're also a salesman. And you know what salesman? People don't answer your phones. So there's a lot of rejection that you have to go through with business development as well. I think that's why I have great beard. <laughs> Because of this, of bigger business development money. But to me, it's changed the way I look at business. It's also changed the way because I mean, I, I'm an accountant, so numbers and and processes became very important. But now I understand how a business makes money, okay, and how it sustains itself. I understand about relationships as well. So it's it's something exciting that you should. I mean, I'm, I'm an accountant, but I work in business development. So ask yourself. This is also the power of the ACCA qualification as well. The training that I got with the ACC as well, that I've switched now, I'm not doing anything related to accounting, I'm doing to business development. The second question that I get uh, from also some of the, uh, on LinkedIn is, uh, people, sometimes we post a lot of things, I post a lot of things ACC related, but some people say, oh yeah, no, we've read you are an avid reader, or can you tell me one book that I can read that helped my career? So I've got four books that I want to share with you as, as a closing. So I'll, I'll mention the book and I'll tell you. So I've, I had mentors and I still have mentors. And the mentor, the first thing they would do is to give you a book and say, as women, as we're going through this relationship. This is, so the first one that I did is that it's called, uh, it's called I, think, yeah, I think you can see, it's called Good, yeah. good Strategy, Bad Strategy, yes. Anybody who wants to work in business development and strategy must read this book, okay? It's a very, very good book because it tells you what bad strategy is and what good strategy is. So it's a book that I would recommend to everybody to, to buy and read uh, if you're in strategy. Even if you're in finance, if you read this book, you impress the people that are in operations because you understand what strategy is. It's a very good one. It's a very simple, great examples as well. Even for a student studying, 
uh, like a subject like SPL. This is a very good book to understand strategy. Okay, the second book that you should read is Covey. I think a lot of people know Covey, okay? A effective people, the seven habits of effective people, okay? So this book I was given in my first managerial job where I had to manage people. And I was told that, yes, Kada, you are efficient, but if you want to become effective, effective means getting results. And this book, I read it almost every two years. I go back to it because it's a timeless classic. So if you're getting into a job as a manager, read this book. It will give you a good framework. And then if you're taking up a new role or getting into a new company, this is will be your Bible, okay? Even politicians read this book when they get into government because your first 90 days, or sometimes they say your first 100 days, are very important. So this is also a book that you should watch, you should read as well, okay? It's being updated. There's an updated version. It's a very good book um, that you should read. If you take up a new role, if you take up any new position, you should read this book. And then as you are in that role, Okay, I would recommend the dysfunctions of a team. This book is a good book for team building. It's also a good book for those that either you're managing a team or you're part of a new team. Remember, when you join a new team, you change the, the dynamics. Okay, uh, so this is also a very good book that you should read if you are to manage a team. It's written in, in, in like uh, like in a fable, so it's like a story. Okay, and then the lessons that are picked from there and lessioni does it very well. And you see that there's also a toolkit that you can use to build a team. So, for example, you've joined a new team uh, and you want to build the new team to see what strength people have and how different people respond. This is also a good book. Thanks. And just to do, as, as a, an accountant who's also worked in a big business development role, it can really open your mind. Yeah. Can, can I normally finish here, but while you were talking, a couple of people post, posted some questions in the chat, okay. do you mind if we if we just answer some of them very quickly? That's fine. Yeah, we can address them. That's fine. Okay, just quickly. Uh, this looks like a very interesting question from uh, Nyakalo. Um, uh, why is uh, SACWA not evaluating HCCA results for alignment to the NQF? Okay, so SCCA because it's a professional body, okay, and it issues its own qualification. SACWA does not evaluate professional qualifications. If you need any evaluation of SCCA, you must contact the office. We'll give you a letter that confirms SCCA. So they've 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 given us they've sort of uh, given us the responsibility to do that because of the way we are regulated in, in South Africa. So if you've got an SCCA qualification, any of the diplomas or anything, come to the office. We are the ones who who evaluate qualifications as SCCA. Great. There's a couple of uh, questions here that, uh, that, that, that there were people joining late. Um, just make sure you check the ACCA website. It will answer a lot of your questions. And for the person who said they missed the first two books, I'll reply to your comment on LinkedIn afterwards with a list of all the books. So don't worry. I'll get it to you. Kara, just a, just a reminder to everyone that, our, our, that the show is live on YouTube and will be available on podcast tomorrow. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast and feel that this has added value, don't forget to like and subscribe so that you get automatically notified when the next episode comes out. A reminder about our weekly discussion on Clubhouse about business and investing in South Africa that happens every Monday at 5 p.m. Central African time. Contact me if you need a Clubhouse invite. And Kada, thank you so much for your time. I sincerely appreciate it.
All right. Thanks for giving us time as well. And thanks to the everybody who was listening on the call. And uh, you can contact me on my LinkedIn if you've also got questions about ACCA. I'm available to respond to those. Thanks. Thank you to everyone for joining us for another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat, powered by Makoji. Goodbye. Okay, thanks. Bye.